Tom Mutt and Evan. How are you this morning? Hi, guys. Good morning. Uh, all right. So someone who has not seen Hamilton, sell me on it since you've seen it, what, three times now, including during the bye week? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's um, I saw it in New York first time maybe a couple years ago and then took my kids um, about a year ago. And then my sister invited me to uh, the one here. So it's, it's, you know, it's a great show. I think it's something for everyone. It's, it's kind of inspirational. Um, you know, it's a great history lesson. And, um, you know, it's pretty cool to see just other people performing at their very best and people at the top of their field. And um, I always kind of enjoy those things. So it was nice, nice to get out of the house and do something like that. Tom, I saw the quote where you said you'd love to do that show just for a week or something like that. Are you, is anything serious <laughs> to that? Would you actually consider it if they offered? You know, I actually, when I was in eighth grade, I was in the school play, and um, and I won the award for best drama uh, student in the school. And I always enjoyed the, the performances and, um, you know, just remembering lines and getting on stage. And, you know, it's kind of like – was for Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Live in a way, um, you know, you it's very similar to football. You know, you put the prep in, you know, in a way you practice everything and you go through it and you're working with the team, and uh, you know, you got one chance to perform, and you know, you kind of all that energy and emotion for a couple hours, you know, in their case a day for us in football, you know, you got three hours a week that you try to, you know, build your emotional, mental, physical energy for, and then you go put it out there and you do it, you know, in a live performance. And, you know, you can't really, you try not to make mistakes, although, you know, you'll never be perfect. So I just think there's a lot of correlation. So I always think, and I have a great appreciation for those types of things. All right. What was the play that you won the award for? You must know that. It was, um, it was the Wizard of Oz. And I was the Cowardly Lion. Really? Yeah, it was. It was. So I had singing, and I was a, kind of a big part of that. Well, as you know, the, the Lion's a pretty big um, character in that particular show. So. He's one of the th- big three, I would say. that yeah. He's part of that big three. So you did you did all the stuff, you laughed, you sang along, and you won the award. Yeah, and I had a great time doing it. So it's it just it's fun to do. My middle son is very much into drama and performance arts and so forth. So there'll be probably a lot of that in our future. You said SNL. You've obviously done that before. Do you expect to do it again, Tom? Have they reached out to you to do SNL uh, recently they still have a lot of athletes on there. Yeah, they do. I haven't, you know, it was, um, it was a great experience. They've never asked me to do it again. Um, you know, but I always enjoy that show. It's, it's kind of like the first time you do anything though. You know, you, there's a, you know, there's a, a I really had no expectations for that particular show. That was in 2005, I think. And um, ended up being a great week because I didn't know what to expect. And I just kind of had fun with it. And I was actually, when the show was over, I was a little bit disappointed because I realized that even if I did have a chance to do it again, I would do it with expectation. And I think it was just great at that moment in time in my life where I could do something without, you know, really knowing what it was all about and still enjoying it and having a great time. So, If, if they did uh, call back and say, Tom, uh, we want you to do it again, would you consider doing it again? I don't know. I don't know. It's, you know, it's hard in off season now for me because that's a whole week of time, and it's hard to give that, you know, like for my family to give that up because so much of my year is spent with football you know, basically every day for whatever, six, seven months. So it's hard to say, all right, guys, well, I'm going to go off and do another 
week of something that, you know, I've really done before. And again, I think it's a great show, but probably unlikely that I'll, I'll probably do it again. Tom, you've, you've done cameos and entourage and, and family guy and things like that. Uh, how, how many acting opportunities do you turn down? I mean, do you get a lot through your agent that you just can't do or, or won't do? Um, I, di- I get different, you know, opportunities definitely. And my agent will call me and ask me if I'd like to do certain things. I typically don't do them. You know, I, um, it's not something that I just, it's something that I think if a friend asks, you know, and I've done like a couple things for Mark Wahlberg or, um, you know, someone guys from back here. Um, I've done a few things with them, but just in general, I don't know, it's a long ways away. I mean, most of those things film in Los Angeles and being here on the East coast, it's hard to make it out there. And I, I feel like I'm on TV every week. I mean, and, on Sunday, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm basically, you know, a, a, you know, a reality TV show every Sunday afternoon for three hours. So I feel like I'm on TV enough in the fall and winter. So when you weren't uh, hanging out with the family and at Hamilton over the bye week, Tom, how much of it was self scouting? We heard you with Jim Gray talk about your season and uh, and how it's gone so far. How would you uh, put your season with the team now at seven and three? How would you uh, describe your play so far in these first ten games? Well, I think it's, you know, we're, we're working through certain things and we're, you know, we're seven and three. We got our biggest games ahead of us. I don't think that we're, you know, we played our best football. So this is the time of year where we've got a great opportunity ahead of us and took a lot of time this weekend to watch the entire season a couple times. Um, you know, we just had a lot of communication with our coaches, and I think a lot of guys took the weekend to let their minds kind of, uh, you know, really be free of football for a few days. So I'm excited to start this week. We're in today, and we basically work all week, and then we head to New York. And these, this time of year, football season really flies by because, you know, you got the holidays and you got a lot of things going on. But, you know, we like I said, it's just uh, we put ourselves in a decent position. It's not perfect by any means. I don't think we play, we played perfectly, um, but I think we we built to this point where we're in a position to, you know, start playing our best. And that's really up to us. There's there's no way to just talk your way into it. You got to do it. And I think we've all got to make the commitment to doing it and being our best every day and to bring out our competitive stamina to practice to the meetings and ultimately to the one day a week where it counts in the record books, which is you know, on Sundays. Tell me, when you say you've, you're looking back on, on your season, is that literally every play? Is that something you've always done in the bye week? Was it a little, little different this year? Yeah. No, I I've, I've kind of do it every year, and I've watched a lot of tape this year, um, like I always do on our offense. You know, I have a great communication with Josh, and, um, you know, he does the same. And, you know, we're just trying to figure out ways to move the ball down the field and score points. And some weeks it's been easier than others. And, um, you know, some weeks it's been tough. And hopefully we can put it all together, you know, put all the put all the pieces in place and start playing the football that I think we're capable of. Well, I know you mentioned uh, with Greg Bedard last week, you were talking about relationship with receivers. And you brought up Danny Amendola. And I'm curious, when you get into this point in the season, Tom, and, you know, that chemistry you need, can you work on it during the season? Is that just an off-season, you know, mini-camp, OTA thing? How does it? How do you establish that with such a limited practice schedule during the week? Well, I, I think you work on it every single day. And I think my point 
to Greg when I spoke to him was, you know, when you put start years and years of accumulated reps together, I mean, that's where you really see it pay off. You can draw on experiences, you know, many years ago running similar plays or slightly different plays, but you can, you have a library of things that have happened. I certainly have that with Julian or Gronk or other guys that I've, um, uh, James White. I mean, guys that I've played with for multiple years, I think you just, it just gets better and better every year. And you have a great rapport with guys. And because the reality is it's impossible to practice everything that's going to come up in the game. At some point, you got to rely on instincts and playmaking ability to take over when things become unscripted in a way. And the coaches can't call a perfect play. You know, it's really up to us on the field to, you know, adapt to circumstances and situations that, you know, may or may not be talked about in a given week. But maybe we talked about it a year ago or maybe we talked about it three years ago or seven years ago. And when you can draw on those experiences, you know, I think it's a – it's a great benefit, you know, and it's just when you get different players, that's just the reality of football. Things change every year. You don't keep the same team every year. Your injuries, you know, guys in and out of the lineup, you know, different guys adapting to situations and playing maybe out of position. All those things just come up. And really football is about how you adapt to those things. And, you know, we've, like I said, different times this year, we've done a good job adapting. And other times we've been less than our best. And I think that's really been reflected in our record. And, you know, certain games we just have played poorly, especially on the road. And, you know, we got to figure out how to get that corrected in a very short period of time. Just like, you know, there's probably very few teams that have it. Certain teams, I would say, are playing really well right now. And, you know, that's great. We've been there, too, at certain times. But, you know, we're just going to keep building and, and put one day, you know, on top of one day and executing really well. At practice, and again, for like for example, we practice tomorrow, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday to get ready. Friday, get ready to play Sunday, and then try to do it all over again. That's, you know, that's what our mindset has to be. Well, with the Patriots off, it was uh, a quiet week around here until yesterday morning. Uh, Adam Schefter reported the Cleveland Browns. Tom, we're interested in interviewing Condoleezza Rice for their head coaching job, and it, you know, Jerry and I and Evan have discussed it this morning. Uh, what'd you think of when you, what was your reaction when you heard that yesterday? And do you see a day where a female coach is on a sideline, potentially a head coach in your league? I don't know. You know, I know Condoleezza, I've, I've been around here a few times and she's such an impressive person and, um, you know, she's a great leader and, you know, just a wonderful woman and, you know, she's incredibly smart and, um, who knows? I mean, whoever gets, you know, I'm a, as these you know owners get to decide who they get to hire, so you know those things are up to them, and they can really hire whoever they want. It's their business. Yeah, it's interesting because I think the reaction was, you know, if it's going to happen, it would it would be different than just someone, you know, who's uh, likes football. Be somebody would start in a you know, lower coaching staff or start and sort of move up the ranks the way other coaches have if that happened could you could you see it if it if it went that way instead of just somebody off the street the way this was you know positioned yesterday by Adam Schefter no no I you usually see in football you're right coaches work their way up you know someone like Mike Vrabel you know he's worked his way up pretty quickly or Sean McVay I mean he's a really young coach uh, but he's been in coaching his entire life um you know it's a it's a tough job I mean it, these coaches work their tails off and, um, you know, it's really a lifetime committed to football. As You know, you see 
who I think the best coach ever, Coach Belichick, what he's, you know, his life in coaching football, and he's great at it. Many years of, um, you know, just preparation and study and getting better at really his craft, and that's what we're all trying to, to do. I'm certainly trying to do that as a quarterback. And, um, you know, again, it's, it's, it's a big commitment to, to be a coach. I know that for certain. Uh, I know Rob Gronkowski, the report was he's expecting to play this week. Do you expect to have your tight end back against the Jets, Tom? We'll see. I don't know. I mean, it's, 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 we'll see how it goes. I mean, we haven't even practiced this week. Um, but I know he's itching to get back. I mean, he's, and he's a big difference maker when he's on the field. So I hope he's out there. But, you know, those things are up to the trainers and coaches and up to Rob and see how he feels. And, um, you know, we have practice this week. We'll see, we'll see what we can do. They haven't been uh, great for a couple of years. Do so the Jets still feel like one of your big rivals? I know they're a division team, but there was a while there where, man, it was every single game Rex Ryan was there. Do you still get that feeling Jets week? I do because I think they know us really well. They're, they've actually built, you know, they got a lot of good defenders, and they've kind of invested a lot in their defense. Um, I know they drafted Sam as a very high pick on offense, but, you know, they've addressed their defense quite a bit. The guys in the secondary, linebacker, um, you know, they they got a good scheme. You know, I, I really like Coach Bowles and his approach. He's always been a very uh, steady kind of force for that organization. And I know, um, you know, they, they, they've struggled a bit at times. But, I mean, I think they're a very good team that plays hard. And, you know, playing in New York, you know, it's, it's always a tough game. I mean, that's just the way it goes. So we really got to focus on what we got to do, and our execution has to be a lot better than the last time we were on the road. And, you know, whatever it takes for us to get to that next level, you know, we got to make that, we gotta make that leap. Uh, time now for the QB question of the week. All right, uh, Nate Ebner went to Ohio State, Ohio State, Michigan. What's the bet? What's the play this week? I'm going to see him today, and I've lost too many years of bets to – Ohio State guys, Michigan State guys, but this is our year, baby. This is our year. We're gonna. This is our year where we gotta take to the next level in Michigan. So they got a great chance going to the horseshoe, and I think we're gonna kick their butt. We got a great defense, and I can't wait to watch it. It's gonna be a fun game. Well, we'll see if you're wearing an Ohio State jersey around uh, Gillette in the next couple of weeks. No That'll not. That will never happen. Michigan. Michigan's so, winning this one. There you go. Uh, that is Tom Brady guaranteeing win for uh, the Wolverines this weekend. Okay. Tom, thanks. We'll talk to you next week. Great. Thanks, guys.